song my youngest has been running around the house singing it and i was just cracking up i've never even watched it oh it's so good it's so good we're back hey hi after uh our very um i'm not gonna call it controversial interview with taryn indestructo boy last week um it was you know just what's going on the controversy with dnd mm-hmm. we're back to our roots with a nerky yeah we uh, will tell you what it is here in a sec, but first, let's talk about Welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerdom, where we are two thirty to 40-something-year-olds to talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle, and if you guys would like to uh, participate, be a part of the community, we do have links down below in the show notes for our Discord. Below. Below. Join the Discord. There's all kinds of conversation going on in there about all the things that we talk about, plus a bunch of stuff that we don't even get a chance to talk about on the show if there's a area of interest that you would like to talk with other like-minded nerds about there's all kinds of categories in there for you to jump into and have conversations with about legos and anime and comic books and ball sports and funkos and you name it it's in you there. name it it's in there and somebody's probably talking about it so hop in join the community discord's free it's great um also if you would like to check us out live and in person on friday and saturday night chris and i both stream on twitch uh, Chris over there streams under Guyver Unit 01, G U Y V E R U N T 01. I almost forgot how to spell it. <laughs> and then mine's under K SIG, K underscore S I G. Uh, we do Freaky Friday night. We'll do some community games with uh, all you guys out there if you want in on that. And if you're over the age of 18, uh, please join and hang out with us. Uh, pop in, let us know that you're interested in playing. We'll try to get you in. We play some like Pummel Party, Gang Beast. Things like that. Saturday night, we do a lot of indie horror games for Spooky Saturday. And then through mm-hmm. the week, just kind of whatever we... If have we have time. To, if we have time, which has not happened in the last couple of months. No. I don't think I've had a midweek stream in a while. I so, haven't had one in nine months. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. But yeah, come hang out with that. And uh, yeah, if you're enjoying the content, like and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, like us on Spotify or whatever your audio player of choice is. There's lots of of uh, old choice. Old, of choice. There's lots of old content out there. We're on episode what now? Like a hundred and one night. This is one nineteen. One nineteen. So there's some old stuff out there. If you guys want to go check that out, uh, please do so. But today, 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 we're going back to some of our review stuff. And uh, there's a new season of Bad Batch out. Uh, one of our you, favorite shows. One of our, one of our favorite shows. If you guys have not seen the first season, we did a full dive on that. Um, last year, there's a lot of episodes out there for that. Uh, we like Star Wars a lot, and a lot. this is uh, a lot is still gonna you know crucify me because I still have not watched all of Clone Wars. I keep trying to find time to, and it just doesn't happen. Well, and that's the thing. Like, you need to block off 30 minutes, take away 30 minutes of your whack time. Mm. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta have things scheduled out. Yeah, the best thing, the best part was your face when you really thought about that. You go, oh mm, God, I, do I don't this. think I want to do that. I don't think it's choices. Yeah, I gotta make choices and choices. 
and man, I, I've started it so many times and that's a show I know if I start watching it, like I need to stay consistent watching it or I'll forget. Mm -hmm. Um, because again, like I've made it like 10, 12 episodes in, I don't remember anything that I've seen. So I'll have to go back and start at the beginning again because I forgot. So. so we are going to, uh, dive back into Bad Batch, one of our favorite shows. Cause it's, yep. it's so in depth. Like I'd love it. It fills in a lot, um, in between, um, Clone Wars and then A New Hope. Early stages of the rebellion. Mm -hmm. Um, middle stages of the rebellion too. It looks like now. Yeah, such a cool timeline. We're and go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and if anyone, I have all the Bad Batch in the Black series, the Hasbro figures. Yeah, except for Hunter. I had him on pre-order. Then you they discontinued him. No, I don't have Hunter. So if anyone knows where I can get a Hunter in a box, let me know. That's Hunter you know a not one hundred fifty bucks. Mm. Or if you guys want to buy it for me, I love you. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. Gonna put somebody... that out because I have all the rest. I've even got Omega. Somebody wants to give me a present. Give me a present. Or you know, if Chassis sponsored us, mm. that's sweet, well, sweet Chassis money. I'm not buying another bottle until they do. I would like to say I'm not, but I'm still going to because it works so well. I'm gonna hang on to what I got. So wiener. Okay. So, we are going to dive into the Nurky here. So, Season 2, Episode 1, The Spoils of War. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, wait, do you want to go over what a Nurky is real no, quick? So, so what we usually do with this, we'll take a, a uh, episode of a TV show or a movie or something, typically something new that's come out. And uh, our setup here... You know, Chris and I are together on this here Zoom call, mm -hmm. and then we're doing a group watch uh, together. Um, usually have that on the second screen, so we can kind of break these down scene by scene. We look for stuff. We talk about little things here and there, so we've got it fresh in our minds. It's right in front of us. If something really cool happens, we try to remember to give you a timestamp so you can go back and look at it uh, if you want to. Uh, we don't always do that because we forget. But, um, yeah, we just kind of go through it like a couple of guys just sit down watching the show. And it's good because literally if Kyle and I lived in the same town, we would be doing this and we weren't an hour and a half away from each other. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. We, we've done this with Bad Batch. We've done it with WandaVision. We've done it with Loki. Um, we've done it with a lot of different shows and a lot of different movies. And so... I what is the definition of a nerdy, by the way? Well, it was supposed to be a nerd quickie and it totally <laughs> did not turn out that way. Like our original plan, like, hey, we can... We can talk about a movie in 15 minutes, and we'll get some quick content out for filler stuff in between the weeks while we're doing our bigger shows, and that did not happen. Nope! We ended up going a little further into it. So, you know, like, this is like a... How long is this episode? Uh, 24 minutes. 24 minutes, so it'll take us about an hour to go through this. Um, so you're in for the long haul. If you haven't watched the episode yet, then um, stop now, because we're going to spoil everything for you. Or if you're like Chof and just you watch the episode by listening to us, yeah, that's how he gets all of his content. He doesn't. He doesn't even play for Disney. Pay for Disney Plus. He just listens to us talk about shit. So yep, and then makes fun of us, and then we go, "You didn't even watch it," and he's like, "Oh, good point." Mm -hmm. we're, we're kicking off two episode one spoils of war. Do we know what planet they're on? No. Nope. Um, from from what I was reading, it's kind of like a it's a planet we we haven't heard of yet. Okay, so I just kind of giant. You know what those are? 
Okay, crab so crab people, crab. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going for. Crab people. So we see uh, Rekka running out from these trees. So it's a it's a wa- like a water planet. It's like think of like Hawaii, Tahiti, just all those little islands, um, like the big mangrove trees. Yeah, you know, the big. That's roots. What I was trying to think of mangroves. Yeah. Um, or the banyan trees. Uh, no, it's not really banyan trees. More like the mangroves. Um, we see. Let's see who is that. That's Echo. Runs out and stops on his peg leg. Falls in the water. Mm-hmm. He's with Hunter, and Rekka is carrying this giant container. Yep. So let's talk about the visual of this really quick as okay. it goes through. We don't. We haven't seen a lot of bright colors, and you know. Um, usually bad batch is dark usually. dark and green like this is this was kind of a visual shock for me to see it's very tropical looking area um you know we got the bright blues cool aesthetic um and and so it's a it's a little bit of a, of a departure from what they usually show the crabs look cool they're all purpley and scuttling about they're big you know um and so as they're they're running out. We get to see, you know, the crew, like they, they were on some type of heist is basically what it was. They were getting something from somewhere that they probably shouldn't have been. They were robbing from the crab people and they're running away. Now we do get to see Omega again and we and, didn't really get a time frame about how long this is after the first season ended, but it's pretty close. I'm going to imagine because she doesn't, I look don't a know. Lot. Does, does she look older? I think she looks a little older, a little bit, but maybe she hit a growth spurt. Um, she is big, you like, know, taller. Her face, yeah, she's taller, and her face isn't as round as it was on first season. Yeah, I mean, I would say it would I could be, be wrong on that. Within a year or two, maybe. Yeah. So they've they've been running this this game for a bit. Um, probably running jobs for Sid. Sid, yeah, Sid. Um, they're radioing in. You know, they need some help. Now you do see that they are still making sure that Omega is like studying and still doing kid stuff. Like, do your homework before you fight off the giant crabs. Literally, they were, except her homework was uh, Tech had her studying the different kinds of ships mm-hmm. to identify, like, insides, outsides, uh, schematics, uh, you know, just to be able to, what's the weakness, that kind of stuff. Yep, classes, all that, which comes in handy later. Mm-hmm. So they take off, and... Well, they're trying to take off, and Tech is, uh, they're caught on something. They look down, and on the little rope is the crab people. Like, here's how strong these damn things are. They're holding the ship. Mm-hmm. Well, they're One pinchers. of them was holding the ship in their pinchers. This reminds May- me of, what's what's that, that stupidly fun game that you play? Smite? No, no, with the crabs. Oh, um... Uh, that freaking King crab, crabs, King Crab, Crab Battle Royale game. Uh, <laughs> I think it was King of on, Crabs or something like that, where you just like eat the other crabs and you become a giant crab. And... It's stupid, uh, King of Crabs. Yep, that was it. You're right. Yep. It's it's just stupidly fun. You're like now, Echo's or not Echo. What am I thinking? Uh, Omega. 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 It's got her bow out. Her. Uh, the one she got from the first season that she took from, uh, I believe that was the Pikes, wasn't it? I think so. When um, they freed the baby Rancor, mm-hmm. I think that's where she got it. Yeah, man. We this first time we get to see her use, it, and she's once she gets going, she's pretty good with it. She's pretty uh, accurate. Remember the first season, she could barely pull it back. Yeah, so she's definitely 
older, taller, stronger, all the goods. Um, so there, this is kind of turned into a quick extract mission. Now I do like that, you know, we, we can really go in the visuals and stuff here. And it's really cool to see her shoot and them, them run, but you guys would be able to see that, um, that they just went ahead and kicked off with like action. Now we get a little bit later in this episode. I'll kind of relay my thoughts on that, but at least it started off fast. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a smart production decision. You know, if you kind of went in gloom and doom and all that, like, I think it would have been a hard grab from the beginning. So we get some good action stuff here um, as they do their escape. Escape. The escape. Well, and I love this part here. So it's their... As they're going around the corner, there's Omega. She's hanging off the rope, and mm -hmm. Hunter's raiding into tech. He's like, why is Omega hanging off the ship? Yeah, Hunter's still playing Papa figure here. Yeah. And, you know, they're surrounded by the crab people. Tech makes the swoop. Omega's shooting them. None of, if you notice, none of these crab people dies. Well, no, the, they're hunkering down the in shells. the shell. Yeah. The first couple that she got, uh, she did kill. Yeah, I think she got one the, or two, and then they 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 smartened up. More they're like a hive mind of crabs, and then they do like a down dog position. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, beat you up I, for crabs. I, yeah, be careful if you got crabs. Just remember down. Yeah. Um, down. I yeah. love this part here as they're flying off. You can almost hear the crab people like, like you show them. They're like, yeah, they're <laughs> they're waving their little claws in the air. Mm-hmm. Like you could just hear their frustration, or I guess for a crab, it'd be more. Um... Yeah, especially the ones in the water, or that yeah. are drowning in Coca Cola, or drowning in Coca Cola. Mm -hmm. Coke. It's what crabs crave. <laughs> Sponsor us, Coke. Um, either one, the the drink or the powder, it doesn't matter. I think the powder, we just need money. So. We need money. <laughs> Tony Montoya. Sponsor us. Mm -hmm. So they're flying back in to see Sid now, uh, supposedly running late. And as they walk in, we see our two barflies. Mm -hmm. The typical, I can't remember their names. It's been that long. No, but they're there. It's the snail dude and then the other, um, the guy who's like Hondo. I can't remember any yeah, of them. Earthworm and Jim there. Earthworm yeah. and Jim. Earthworm. And we see this flying robot. Who is the robot? Oh, it's a AZI three four five two one one. Yep. Who is he? Do you remember? I forgot. It was uh, Cad Bane's. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, remember. And then Cad was gonna scrap him basically, and they rescued him. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually totally forgot all about Cad. Uh, okay, yep. yep. That's Cad. And they're back in Sid's bar. And if you notice, her the shelves look a little more stocked. She's doing better. She got her groove back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sid got her groove back. Yep. She's a feisty one, she is. She is a feisty one. And then Sid, they walk in, Sid's there. Sid is still voiced by Rhea Perlman. And you see some feet on Sid's desk, which is unusual because Sid is, you know, the boss. Yep. You see this um, black humanoid figure. Mm-hmm. Um, with a headband and kind of like a solo jacket, Han Solo it jacket. It is very Han Solo-y, yeah. So you can tell she's probably shady. Yeah. 
just by not the on the up and up. And she says, better late than dead, I always say. And I go, oh, that's Wanda Sykes. Well, when you get a better look at her, they they they, they made her look like Wanda. Made her look a lot like her. Um not the nose, but Wanda Sykes does have a very pronounced nose. Yeah, they they trimmed that off a little bit. But yeah, they didn't like right here, like especially in the eyes. I agree with you. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they, they and then did a good job making her look like her. Just talk about how Kyle's an asshole. Well, it looks like Wanda. No, not that. When I mentioned I love Wanda Sykes, Kyle oh, goes, okay, she was in yeah. it for eight seconds, and I'm like, uh, that's I not get the this point. Text message like, oh. She was amazing. I loved her. In like she was in there for like a whole friggin' eight seconds. You know what? I love Wanda Sykes, though. She cracks if you would have framed up. it as I love that they put her in the show. Okay, they. I think that I would have been is, on that. I would have went I, with that. No, 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 no. I think you were ready is, to to offer her a friggin' Academy Award for her eight second performance. I, yeah, I mean you're totally right on that. You're not wrong, <laughs> but. I love, okay, first, I love Wanda Sykes. I think she's hilarious. She's one of my favorite oh, yeah. comedians. One of the favorite things that I've ever seen of her was an outtake from the MTV Movie Awards when they did the um, the Matrix parody with Justin Timberlake hosting it, and Wanda played the Oracle, and they were showing the outtakes, and she was sitting there on the bench, you know, it was like Neo and the Oracle. I remember when, when they did the bit. I don't remember the outtake, though. The outtake was she she looked she looked at uh Justin Timberlake. She goes, You know, back in high school, they used to call me the Horacle. Get one with everyone. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> and that Wanda Sucks looked like I just remember just dying laughing. Oh, she's um, hilarious, man. Oh, she is. Uh, uh this like we said this last season with Rhea Perlman and, and Sid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they're going to use that kind of power as a one-off if they can avoid it. Right. Um, and so hopefully we get some more Wanda throughout the whole season. I think we will because they wouldn't just have her here. I mean, this is like, if you look at the definition of foreshadowing, this is it right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Sid doesn't let anyone in her office. No. And just from a show perspective, the these amazing eight seconds that we had her for, um, they wouldn't have used That's like my love they, life. It wouldn't yeah. have been a quick cameo. Yeah. It wouldn't have been like your love life and like oh, quick that's eight it. seconds. Now we gotta wait a whole other week to see her again. No, I just need a twenty minute nap and a snack. <laughs> I need a rice crispy treat. <laughs> can, can I have a rice crispy treat? The one that's shaped like the creep from Minecraft? Mm-hmm. Um Okay, yeah, rice Krispies okay. creep. Okay, rice Krispies. <laughs> rice creepsy treat. Rice cre- oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Hunter goes, "Who are you?" And she goes, "Who wouldn't you like to know?" So this is the top team you've been talking about. So apparently, Sid's been talking them up. Yeah. Um, the rogue clones on the run from the Empire, huh? How juicy. She's walking around with a drink, and Hunter is like outraged. He's like, "You told her, it's like, don't get twitchy." Her name is Fee. P H E E. We know a fee. We have a fee friend. Uh huh. We do have a fee friend. Um, so yeah, fee. Her name is Fee, and she says she's the most trustworthy pirate I know. That's about oh. as close to a compliment you're going to get from Sid. It really is. Okay, yeah. who else was a pirate from last season? Do you remember? Uh, Davy Jones, and then we had 
that cool yeah. cameo from um, Johnny Depp. He was really good last season. Jack Sparrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Carriol when he was the uh, uh, the Dread Space Pirate Roberts. I- I mean, you you are you're you're awfully close, but mm-hmm. I was more thinking of the lines of a Hondo. Oh yeah, uh, yes, my friend, come, you know, Hondo. Yeah, the most trustworthy space pirate that she knew then. That she knew then, yeah. but, but he's okay. Look how human. I don't know if you're stopped in the same place I am. Look how human they made her face. Ah Sids. no, she's her. She's blurry and, and squinting right okay, now. Okay, no, mine is very, very clear. Maybe she's a shapeshifter. Ooh, Ooh. like an episode. She's one. a lizard person. Or episode two. Mm-hmm. Aren't clones supposed to look like so much for quality control? I love that. This one's too big. This one's too small. This one's got a face tattoo. She's like the Goldilocks of pirates. She really is. <laughs> she goes, "Hey, now got a name, brown eyes? This one's just right." Check. However, the phonetic type eye color is... It's all science you know. Well, as fascinating as it's been, I have places to be. So, yep, there's her eight just... seconds. See you, Wanda! Fee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you... forget, yeah, she puts a record of work. He's like, she didn't even ask me. She's like, hey, carry this stuff for me, big fella. And she's like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. She goes, and said that intel is not free. I expect to cut if your top team comes through. Record my dog goes, just came running, running in here and spinning in circles for no reason at all. What's up, buddy? Okay, we're on. Your boy did? <laughs> my dog. Oh, the I dog. Come, like, I'm like, sprinting your in son? Here. I'm like, your son's running. No, he, do- he doesn't he sprint anywhere. Runs. You know him. He's yeah, not going to run. that's true. No. <laughs> but I, he would spin in a circle, though, trying to he, chase his tail. He would. Yeah, but he, he's not running anywhere. So. So. <laughs> Mikey, I can make fun of him. Sid's showing this, and she goes, this is Castle Sereno. The former home of Count Dooku. We already have a tie-in with the Separatists and the Clone Wars again. I mean, we did with the Batch, but now it's a direct tie-in again. Okay, do you remember that Mandalorian helmet in the background last time? Yeah. Okay, it was there? I think so. Wait, where... No, those are all trooper helmets. Is it? Okay, it's not the spot where I'm at. Top left? Top left? Oh, okay. Uh, I think so. I think I remember we briefly spoke of it. So the top right, we have the second iteration of the trone, the clone troopers helmets. Uh huh. Right in the middle, if you look at it, that is a modern. That's a more modern Empire helmet. If you look at the top right like, of it, looks like a top. I guess helmet. left. Is it yeah, one of the pilots? Yeah, it, it, it is. A, it, it's one of the pilots helmets. But if you look at the symbol, that's the Galactic Empire symbol. It is, isn't it? Oh, I got yep. squint. I got to look really close. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Put your quad focals on. Mm. I really didn't hear really close. It still didn't help any. Did it help? Yeah. But, no. Yeah. So they've added to the collection. Now they have Galactic Empire mm-hmm. helmets. She's got a bounty hunter working for her on the side that they don't know about. Or it was them. Got her a side hunt. Side hunter. Hunter. Hunter, side hunter. Mm-hmm. They're playing, they're playing. They're like, you know, uh, Omega's like, who's that? And he's like, a Jedi who betrayed the Republic. And what do you so, say? Uh, just looking at this scene, and I don't know if it's just me, because uh, we talked about she looks a little bit older or whatever yeah. now. So I was, I was looking at Omega, but her costume's definitely different. Well, not just that, just the animation in general. Like we talked about it last season, that it was 
it still kept the feel of Clone Wars, but cleaned up a little bit more and, and better textures, probably higher resolution, all that stuff, whatever it is that they do. This looks like it's even improved on last season. And it's subtle. It's not yeah, as... Okay, I can see that. It's not as prominent as look going from Clone Wars, Wars to Bad Batch Season 1. But it does look a little better to me. Like, there's something slightly different about it. No, it's... it. No, I agree. It's not as... Um... I don't know what the word is i'm looking for choppy almost cho- like, well not as choppy in the colors blocky a little bit it's more not as vibrant. blocky yeah yeah the, there's like some di- the shadows look a little bit better they're still kind of using a little bit of a maybe a grainy let me see here like a little bit of a grain filter going with it so they're still or maybe it's my crappy monitor i don't know but uh, oh never mind because they're standing in front of the hologram thing never mind <laughs> i was wrong no it does look better though um but sid says you know, Omega's asking who's Dooku, and they said he's a former Jedi who replay, who betrayed the Empire or the Republic. They said with him being Sid said with him being dead, his entire war chest is up for grabs. The Empire has already started pillaging his palace. So they're going to still get time some... to strike before it's all gone. Time to go so, get that money. Yeah, they get the money, money. And Hunter's like, that's too much of a risk. You want that war chest? You go after it. And he starts walking off. Here's where I think the theme of season two hits. Um, what Sid, what uh, what they're about to talk about here. So Omega's studying with Hunter, and then Sid's talking to the rest of the batch. Said, "Good, we're all in agreement. Now we got to convince Dark and Broody." Mm-hmm. Hunter's like, "Convince me about what? Well, we took a vote, and we want to go after the war chest." So Again, the crew I, mm-hmm. is getting a little bit more um, independent. Yep. If you will. They're finding their own voices. Sereno is Imperial occupied. We've stayed off the Empire's radar since Camino because they think they're dead. Why chance it now? Because the contents of just one of these containers will be more worth would be worth more than all the jobs you pulled for me combined. You, you can know, buy your freedom. And Here's I'm where, with Hunter on this. Let's yeah. think about that for a second. Like they're trying to find them. And they know that's where the Empire is, and they're hauling off a crap ton of valuable things. But let's go right. right in the middle of it, of the people that are trying to find us and kill us and steal from them. Right. I'm sorry. I'm Team Hunter on this. Even though, like, there's a lot of money to be made, I kind of I see where he's coming from. And, I do, but, too. He, yeah. they, they just want to live this, like, DL life. Yeah. But here's where, again, I think this is where the theme of Season 2 comes in. And possibly three if it gets picked up again. Sid says, clearly you're not paying attention. Hunter's like, we're free. And she's like, it's it's cute you think that. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly you're not paying attention to what's going happening out there, but I am. And then she says, it's only a matter of time before the Empire comes here. And then my little operation is over, which means no more jobs for you. So. And Hex, like, she has a valid point. You think the the theme? Let me try to guess what you think the theme's going to be before you say what you think your theme's going to be. I want to say this: this is going to take like a Robin Hood turn, and they their theme is like, okay, we got to gather money, avoid the Empire, not get caught, and a lot of their um, spoils of war, the things that they're going to gain, are going to go help fund the rebellion. That's what I think. I also think they gotta that, get money from somewhere. That's something yeah, no. that never has been 
deeply addressed i don't think no it, it was like, addressed last season towards the end you know when they had to do all the they're like we're not making any money mm-hmm. we need the mantle mix yeah uh, mantel mantel um but she i think the whole point of this is like i mean you nailed it what i was thinking um but also adding to that i think sid's gonna die eventually eventually um at some point because of you know if the empire comes because we know how ruthless the empire is yeah and if you're going against them or stealing from them you're gone they will execute you and this is setting it up so that they don't aren't going to be reliant on sid anymore and i think it's going to give them more freedom to help the rebellion later you think they're going to martyr sid this season i kind of do i hope i'm wrong because i really like sid I do too, but it would make sense. Um, that would get them out of it. You know, she ends up doing some good things to help fund and push the rebellion forward. And and then oh. they find out that she was helping fund the rebellion, this little upstart and yep. the uh, the killer. And uh, Hunter witnesses it. That's what I'm going with. Omega <laughs> witnesses it. Omega witnesses it. And then the movie of the week for the Empire would be what Omega saw. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So, and I and I think because right now Sid is the anchor that's keeping them around there. Yeah, and I think with Sid gone, that frees them up for rebellion. That's just what I think. What do you guys think? Let us know. Put in the comments. There's a there's a discussion topic for that. So no so more risky looking. missions. No more living hand to mouth. You can have a future, isn't that what you're after? And then she looks at Omega, if you notice. Mm-hmm. And Hunter looks at her, too. And my video's though. buffering now. That's fine. We got them flying through some... Did you skip ahead? No, we didn't. No, it just buffered. So they're flying through hyperspace right now. Mm-hmm. It... It's weird, like, oh, did we we did jump ahead? No, we didn't. No, no, no. we didn't. Why are they okay? No, this is this is right. This is right. Okay, never mind. I got I got crossed up. Yep. So you got you got Echo going back to talk to Hunter. He's like, I know why you you agreed to this mission, but we can do better things with Dooku's fortune than hide, Hunter. Here is where I think Echo is the one. You know, who's going to, I think Echo's going to be the one pushing the rebellion to help the rebellion. Yeah. I think you kind of hit, hit on that a little bit last season, too. Yeah. Or did we? We may have. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been over mm-hmm. a year. But we can do better things with Dooku's fortune than hide. And Hunter's like, I'm not even going to look at you. No, I don't know. With what we're up against, we have to be prepared asteroids. to fight. That means numbers and weapon <laughs> asteroids. And Hunter's thing is, he's still thinking in dad terms. Yeah. He's like, that's not the kind of life I want Omega to live. And then Echo was not quiet about this. Echo was being a robotic dick. Yeah, well, he was being straightforward to the point with it. Yeah. Like, is what it is. Like, He's like, we're in this position because of Omega. And Hunter jumps up right off the bat and, like, pushes him. He goes aside. Taking her off Kamina was the right thing to do, but the others out there who need our help. 
we've seen what the Empire is doing throughout the galaxy. We should be doing more. And I think that's also the theme of season two here. Yeah, at least building up. So if they're smart about trying to get picked up for a third season, which, I mean, it's, they probably will. Let's be honest. Um, unless they wrap the story up this season, they'll they'll get a third one because it's been well-received. Mm-hmm. Um, Extremely well-received. Then I I don't... It would be hard... For, It'd be hard pressed to see it go past three if they do it right, and I would be fine with three, honestly. Um, as long as they do it right, like yeah, you said, though. Yeah, because we've talked about that about a lot of other stuff, and things get drug out way too long for the sake of dragging them, dragging them out, and making it last longer in between everything, just so you can get to a you know finale when you could have got to it way earlier um, and wrapped it all up. Looking at you, Attack on Titan, freaking final season, part mm. three, part one, whatever. God dang it. So, um, oh, but they landed. And... They landed. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I was going on a rant, and I got. I know you have just crack it up. You called out Attack on Titan. I did. I'm still. I'm. I'm. Uh, first, I want to point out I was right because I told you, you right. Like, March you were... is when the the final part of the final season is supposed to come out, but it's part one of the final part of the final season. And I'm I was right part... about that. It's two parts. Two parts of the final. They're doing. Was they're made the, the final season seven friggin' seasons or whatever. I don't know. I'm still upset. I'll get over it. I'll be fine. So we see the Tetris blocks loaded up on the dock. So this is. So when I first saw this, I did not realize how big these containers were. Oh, I didn't either. They look tiny. Yeah. So there's three uh, freighter ships and they're loaded up with basically like. Shipping containers is what they look like, and Which I thought, they are. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's where the the war chest and all of those they're hauling, and they've already hauled some off. And so this is just once they actually get down there. Spoiler alert: they get into one of the containers, and you see the crates and things that are in there. And what's being hauled in each of these? You know, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times five times five. So there's like. A lot. There's a, there's probably a hundred or more of those shipping containers on each freighter, full of stuff. These full of super valuable stuff. Uh huh. How well, much wealth Dooku had a hold of to be able to fund everything? Which is disgusting. How much there was. Um, yeah. if you look the little shipping, the freight ships, they look like little people versions of Imperial Star Destroyers. Kind of like little... they're like the corgis of the shipping. <laughs> Did it? Did it not? Here, yeah, look. they're like they're like well, the front half anyway. Well, the back half. Look, look at the engine. Oh, because they got the yeah. Hold on. There. Mm, looking here. I think we're in different parts on the thing. I'm watching Rector go off on a thing right now. Okay, it is. I'll tell you what the timestamp is. It is which we told you we do. Oh, okay. Eleven oh five. Yep. Wait. Yep. No. Uh, ten fifty four. Yep. Seen it. I seen it. It's like the corgis of ships. Like they left them in the dryer too long. Yes. Like chove. Um, shriveled. Okay. They say... <laughs> shriveled little destroyers. Shriveled little destroyers. <laughs> They're innies. <laughs> um, so Wrecker's like, I'll be your, you know, I'll be your distraction. They're all running down. They want this booty. Yep. That want it. Wrecker want that booty. When you and Wrecker wants that booty, Wrecker gets that booty. There's a reason it's called Wrecker. I'm it gets lonely it. in the it gets lonely in the bunks. So now they're doing their sneaky sneaky. 
Sneaky, uh, sneaky, sir. Mm-hmm. Which there's, we got a lot of sneakiness going on here. Which this is what they're good at. So Hunter, you know, said, I'll, I'll make the distraction if I needed to, if, if needed. So he, you know, fans off one way. They go the other way. He's planting bombs on uh, the uh, the escort ships. And so everybody else runs to a conveniently open container. Weird how they're all open, isn't it? Yeah. And so they go inside, and you can see, I mean, these things are massive. Massive. And they're not, like, you know, packed to the brim, like you would think. But still, there's so many crates and things in there. And we'll see him after Richter kind of screws everything up here and stuns this fella, brings him in. Um, you know, these this is where they know we've got to move fast because he took out one of the patrol guys, patrol troopers. And you just see inside there's just crates and crates and boxes and crates of things. And is the let's skip up a little bit here. Um, when they go to open one, now they 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 are alerted that one of the patrol units is is missing. We got some guys looking for Rector. We got the little suspense building thing here, or for Hunter. I'm sorry, this is suspense building. But this is basically like this the space version of the belly of a pirate ship. You know, when you see like all the the loot and the booty and stuff strewn about. It's kind of like that. The open one that looked like it was full of gold bars. This one's full of, is it credits? No, there's some gems in there. And so, yeah, just a couple of those crates. And if your theory holds up, if you're right uh, with, they're going to be, we'll go with our theory. Our theory, comrade. I like our theory better. Um, that they're going to fund the rebellion using this. It's kind of crazy to think like the big kickoff to throw overthrowing everything came from two crates out of one container that was probably one of four or five hundred containers. Mm-hmm. And so the amount, the percentage to the amount of loot they get away with, if they get away with it, um, or how much they get away with, because I think they only eventually end up with like one crate, um, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that was enough. That was enough to kickstart everything. The only hole in my theory is so. If anyone's watched Rebels, we know that the rebellion didn't start off. It was started off as a spark, um, and it wasn't everyone together from all parts of the galaxy. There was little pocket cells. Yeah, and we learned this from Andor also that you know Mon Mothma. Which we will murky Andor at some point. Um, but 12 hours is a lot of nurky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Mon Mothma, you know, funded a lot of the rebellion. So I'm wondering if, depending where they go, if they end up, you know, traveling the stars like they did at uh, first season before they met Sid. Yeah. If it's going to be, yeah, here's money fund this, get going to like these little local planets and it'll start more rebellions. So Spread it eventually the becomes the bigger. Yeah. Yeah. The whole Robin Hood thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I like the way you put it better. So. Okay. So they're getting, they're getting the stuff out or they're attempting to. Um, helmet looks like a Jabberwocky. I, I love his helmet. His is I do favorite. too. I would love to have a record helmet like back here somewhere. I just, it just looks so cool. Wear that on your next date. That might help. Be like, I'm Wrecker. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> watch me carry things. 
<laughs> just and just grunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> I also do not like heights. So, so yeah, Hunter blew the ships up um, for the distraction. They don't know now. You know, of course, here they are being slightly inept troopers. Like, well, we don't know where it came from. I don't know what happened. And then finally, it's like, know. oh, we're under attack. Probably. It took him a minute. I love how they took a, a minute. And here's the thing. We know the clones are a lot smarter than the regular troopers. Yeah. That's why I don't get why they're like, I, I think we're under attack. Mm-hmm. And so Rector gets out with the uh, one container. Everybody else is still in the ships. Rector Hunter's on the outside. The rest of the crew still on the inside. They're trying to get out, but it's locked from the outside. The one time, the little spinny lock mechanism thingy, like doesn't cooperate well mm-hmm. that everybody has access to apparently in the whole freaking galaxy. Everybody's got the little key thing that's going to spin and unlock all the stuff except for that one door. Stupid door. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got a contract to make those and they're making a killing. <laughs> Lowest galactic bidder. Mm-hmm. So now we got the ship taking off. Uh, Hunter and Rickard jumping on the outside of the container uh, trying to save them. Um, not happening because it's it's flying away, and so I was. This kind of made me anxious. Then, like they're hanging from the outside. This is a good little action sequence. Um, and uh, you know they have to drop off. They're fighting off stormtroopers. They're watching as the containers flying away, and so let's see who's inside. Omega, Echo, Tech. Yeah, Omega, Echo, and Tech. Or inside, Hunter mm-hmm. and Record outside, and just watching the ship fly away. And so they had to let them know, like they had to stop. They're going to try to get back to the Marauder to save them. They're going to try to get to an escape pod. And this is what, well, after this little fight here, there's some hunkering down, some really terrible uh, marksmanship, terrible. terrible marksmanship on the trooper side, which is, you know, that works. But <laughs> it's about right. Yeah. And so they, they've got their plan. Like they have to hit uh, an escape pod to get out. Right. Um, working their way through the, uh, the container here. It's, um, we, we get to see Hunter and Rector like hold up inside Dooku's palace. This is really, this is a really cool scene and a really cool area where they're at. I like this scene. Yeah. You like this, the yellow stained glass, um, in, and then you got the big desk thing, which kind of this reminded me of um, uh, Han and Luke when they were going to free Leia, and they had a hunker behind the little comm desk. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I could see that. Very reminiscent. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it, it's kind of a very probably unintentional and low key throwback because you get to see going back and forth. They're they're in the bowels of a. A ship. Apparently, this one has um has some boiler units in there for some reason. Makes probably makes it bottom heavy. I hope you got that reference. I I did, and Kyle and I do like them bottom heavy. Mm-hmm. Ah. He just licked his fingers. For uh, those of you not watching the YouTube video, I was sitting here like I was. He goes, "Who bottom heavy?" You say? Mm-mm, no. A pocket knife is a tor- is a terrible fidget toy. Apparently, I poked my finger. 
So, yeah, and it happened. Especially if you're bottom heavy. Yeah, especially if you're bottom heavy, you don't want to get poked like that. So yeah. now they're trying to find an alternate escape route. Or they're trying to find these. Yeah, they've already jettisoned all the escape pods. So these troopers are smart. Like, we're just going to get rid of all of our means of escape if something goes bad because there's four people on this ship that aren't supposed to be. So, yay. That's logic. That seems great. Yeah. But uh, conveniently, they have uh, reverse thrusters or whatever it was Omega said. So they think they can, like, maybe bust loose one of the pods and uh, float down and, you know to safety they end up leaving the container the crate thing behind wrecker and hunter still fighting from the uh the desk and we noticed like the floor wiggled a little bit you know they saw that wiggle uh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. wiggle 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 so he realized like hey this is a uh, elevator going down <laughs> i feel like this is a reference to something that i'm completely missing this little elevator thing i do too but i don't know what dooku use it in Episode three to like escape from something. I'm sure it's a it's a uh, it's some Clone Wars reference. I'm sure you, you talk about this. I'm gonna look it up here. Dooku. Okay. Elevator. Doodoo elevator. Don't look up doodoo elevator. So they're hunkered down. You know they're being fired at. No one's hitting anything. And next thing you know, Wrecker throws a uh, the smoke grenade, and Here's something that we forgot to mention, too, that's super important. Okay. The Batch still refuses to kill their clone brothers. Oh, yeah, they were using stun the entire time. They're only using stun. You see the donuts being shot out. While the the Order 66 clones are set to kill, they're using the little donut stun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it sounds like when it goes out. <laughs> like that. So that is super important to note also. Mm -hmm. So okay. Next. Now where are we? Um so they're in Dooku's personal chambers. Okay, here we go. This um Record did a, what what do you do when the elevator's going up and down? You start jumping up and down on it and then it's what exactly what I tell those damn kids. It fell. See, Ventress also, Asajj Ventress also broke into that exact same room. So there was that. Um, in Clone Wars in the episode Night Sisters, whilst in the castle. And you're right, that's a, that was, okay, we'll go back to the Easter eggs here in a minute. I was just looking that up, so. Okay, Next. I see. Where are we? I was tabbed out. <laughs> okay, so they, oh, yeah, they went down fallen. the elevator. Yeah, they just fall. And they said, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they're still, we're back to the container and they're still stunned, blasting their way out. Okay. And I did, this is how, like, I was just I was caught from the get-go on this episode. I just think it's really good. Mm -hmm. And this animation was awesome where the container ship kind of falls yeah, apart. Yeah, it looked really cool. Like, you see all the containers falling out. And so th their plan is that those little retro boosters are going to kick in before they hit the ground. Um, and they they had not, as of yet, nope. cliffhanger. 
as of yet. Mm -hmm. So we got them free falling to, uh, well, I would say to Earth, but it's not to Earth, to, to the planet. And create uh, okay, awesome episode. All right, and that's it. So really quick, I want to go over these little Easter egg thingies that we we didn't quite get to yet. Well, uh, and let's let's talk about this real quick too. Okay, you hit yours. I'll get the Easter eggs. Okay, up. the reason that it ends like this is it was a two parter. It came mm -hmm. out with episodes one and two at the same day. Yep. But we're only going to do one because. Frankly, we're recording today, and it's Lunar New Year, so I have to get ready for that. Yep, you got that thing. Well, one on. of the one of the things for Lunar New Year is cleaning your house. Oh, that's like getting haircuts, cleaning the house, sweeping the floor. It's like a very feng shui kind of thing mm -hmm. because that's like getting rid of the bad spirits. Ah, oh. you gotta sweep them out. You gotta get rid of the little soot gremlins. This little soot, little little baby gremlins, little baby soot gremlins. So there were a couple of things that came up, which which didn't hit on. I want to get those covered really quick. Um, their armor's recolored. They got some red stripes. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I missed that. And uh, according to uh, Clyder here, they're saying, you know, that could be an early sign of their loyalties because red was the dominant color of the Rebel Alliance. Um, but think, of, think about the Rebel sign. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, of course, you know, got Sid's Barney, right? That was a, that is a phase two clone helmet and a Mando Lorian mask. Dooku's Does castle. Does it say about the middle one? Uh, no, it doesn't say anything about unless no, because the phase two was the one that was on the right. Right. Mandalorian mask is on the left. But it doesn't talk about the pilot helmet in the middle. Uh, because Dooku... that has an empire symbol on it. It does. So that's about something that they've recently got, which makes me think like. The, the guys didn't get it because, like you said, they don't kill their own still mm -mm. unless it was uh, left behind or it wasn't a clone. Yeah, because this is the time when they're they're uh, bringing in the regular people from the Empire. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. What else do we have? There's the lower altitude transports of the ships. You saw the little Cordy destroyers. Those showed up in Attack of the Clones. Uh, during the Battle of Camino, and they're in Clone Wars a lot. Um, and then by the time of Rebels, they were completely converted into fortified Imperial gunships. So they were made, you know, to, they were converted over time. Okay, okay. So uh, this headline from a few days ago, um, which I haven't read the article yet, it says Bad Batch would work better as an anthology show. That kind of hits what I was thinking of when I saw this episode was I'm hoping that they're going to continue the story and it doesn't become um, like a because it doesn't become like a Saturday morning cartoon where you can just watch any episode and you'll get something out of it like these fetch missions that Sid's going to be sending them on where it doesn't totally matter like you're not going to miss anything like what well, you see in episode like eight or something like that they're doing a mission for Sid or there's something that it's very standalone Right. Um, and this one felt that way a little bit. I don't think that's what they're going to do, but it did have that feel to it a little that, you know, I can, you, you know, the yeah, type of episode or shows saying. I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like you can just, it's just going to be there, you know, and it's not progressing the story. And I don't see Lonnie or I don't see them doing that with any Star Wars property anyway, unless it's specifically marketed as an anthology show where there's just, you know, like, there's no particular timeline. 
and you can just watch it whenever. And it just uh, happens. It just happens, yeah. I don't think they'll do that with this, but that's kind of how this one felt a little bit. That I can, okay, I'm with you. I I will agree with that. I think if there is story progression, there's there's a lot of subtle things that came that happen in this that'll just come to fruition later. Um, it does feel like they just like needed to get a action themed one out for the first one, and they did a good job of that. The action was good, animation was awesome as always. Voice acting was great. Um, voice acting is and the voice of all the clones is D. Bradley Baker. Mm-hmm. doing a great job of like can you imagine him having to do just sit there talking to himself recording all this i would like to see video of that i'm sure there's some out there somewhere i'd of, love to of see him video. having a full five-person conversation with himself he's my one of my favorite voice actors he's mm-hmm. klaus mm-hmm. um but yeah d bradley baker um i forget who omega's voice is it's uh Omega is Michelle Ang. Oh, that's right. And we got Rhea Perlman for Sid. Wanda uh, Sykes. Wanda Sykes. And of course, all the clones are D. Bradley Baker. So we've got all that like really saves on, you know, booth time. We get just the one guy in. Like all right, now, 75% of the episode. All right. Now say it like you're angry. All right. We'll use that as a clone voice. Yeah. Just read a bunch of random, like read all these randomly, and they'll get thrown in there. So, I mean, what'd you think of the episode? I liked it. I liked it. Got me kicked back in and like, you know, ready to to fire back. You know, just get back into the show. Right. Um. Let's see the writer. Who was our writer here? Uh, Jennifer Corbett. Um, she did Bad Batch. She also did Resistance. And then just a couple of other, like, not a lot of writing credits. She's a producer on Bad Batch, though, executive producer, and was a co-executive producer on NCIS. Okay, that's cool. Okay, but, so she, and she wrote the episode? Yeah, she was a writer. Uh, she's a writer and executive producer. Oh, good for her. Mm-hmm. I, I think she did at- a good job. I love the writing on this show. It keeps me engaged. Um, I don't know. Just there's just something above it, about it that I just really, really like. Let's see. Our director was Stuart Lee, who did Bad Batch, Clone Wars, Resistance, Rebels, um, previous directing credits, and has some history with working in the animation department as well director and animator and was in the art department for the killing joke. Cool. Really? Yep. Good for him. There's some cool tie-ins, but yeah. So I like the episode. I'll probably watch episode two this evening. Hopefully the plan, so maybe try to get caught up more on of it. Turkey some more of it. I still need to finish my, oh, God, a lot of stuff to finish. <laughs> Hopefully, get down for some, some relaxing me time. Not that kind of me time. Wait, I don't know. No, no, we're gonna go with what you said. That, that is correct. Kyle wants his me time. Mm. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys, for this one. It's it's a uh, one of our favorite shows to cover. Um, it really is. And we'll hit some more of these episodes, and maybe try to get caught up with the series soon. Well, it looks like we'll be running about three weeks behind, but it'll be yep. fine. Well, uh, you guys can always go back and listen to them anytime. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Well, next week we might have a little more time to we might be able to get two of them out. Yeah. So we'll see if we can get knocked out. But thanks I'm for listening. Hold my breath. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Um, I know Kyle's got to go grade papers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got adulting to do. He's got adulting. I got to get ready. So we're going to end it at that. Uh, let us know what you thought of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, leave us comments. We love hearing comments from y'all. Yep. Um, Give us that feedback. Feed, it feeds us. So, yeah, just give us some feedback. Mm-hmm. So with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. I'm Chris. I'm Kyle, and wherever you guys are, have a great evening, night, morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are, and please be good to each other. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Nerd See ya. Yep. Rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd Coke Rise Up It could get elevated Nerd Coke used to be just a made up word MCs shied away from